But still very annoyed with Well, yeah, we're going to talk about all the annoyance. But I feel like I want to enjoy the happy, like, just through Mm -hmm. the weekend. And then, like, Mm -hmm. Monday it's back to, like, okay, let's just Mm -hmm. deal with all that needs to be dealt with. Um, But, yeah, um, it's it's been a good weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just talking with a neighbor, um, because we had a little dance party outside Mm -hmm. yesterday, and then I ran into the girl who helped me organize it, who lives like half a block down, and, um, and she was just like, yeah, I feel so much lighter, and, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it was just so funny, because like, we just talked about that for a while as just sort of like this common experience. I was like, yeah, I was like, you're not the first person to say that. Um, I was like, I think that there's just like this, I don't know, this stress and like. So I was like, this was what it must, must, must be what it feels like when a dictator is like deposed. I was like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of like the feeling. But like I said, like, you know, we lived through the Obama election. And I mean, literally, I could, I was like stuck in an impromptu parade on my way to the grocery store. Like people <laughs> were literally like walking down the street with like signs and flags mm-hmm. and balloons and blasting F Donald Trump out the, yeah. of their cars <laughs> and like honking horns. I was like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, like you said, like, it's really un- unprecedented. Unprecedented. You know, I like, the never first seen, black like... president, like, with all the, like, the meaning and everything that came behind that, there was not, like, spontaneous street parades. Um... It was not, like, literally, like, our friend loves, and her family loves the Wiz, and I was yes. like, it literally was like the scene from The Wiz with the brand new day. Like, that's what was happening in the streets around the country uh-huh. and around the world. There are other people in other countries celebrating with us. Right. So I was like, this is a first. Yeah, it's this a, is a first, first for sure. It's, um, it's crazy. Like, I, yeah. So, um, and I even said, like, yesterday, so after... I start like I so I like helped kick off this like dance party on our neighborhood (laughs) and then I was like okay like I really gotta go like I didn't think you know like but people were still like people would come and like you know little groups of like two or three and hang out and then like they'd like take off and more people would come so it was just kind of like this rolling thing so I was like okay y'all I've got to go you know because I really did need to like go to the grocery store and like run my little errands or whatever and so I go to Trader Joe's and I promise you, it was like 
first of all, people were like dancing to like the music in the aisles, you know, just sort of like. Dun, 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 dun. And like, I found myself <laughs> doing that too. Like, because you know, like every Trader Joe's, there's a line outside the door. The line was surprisingly short mm-hmm. for a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't get myself together until Saturday afternoon to go like grocery shopping. Right. And like the line was short and like, you know, like I'll be, these people are like playing music, like out on the street. I can hear it. So I just didn't like, I just couldn't help myself from like randomly dancing. Like again, like we're all in a musical, like we're all. Yeah. I was like, I felt like any moment, like someone's going to be like, can I help you? break out into song like everything needs to be sung to each other yeah it was and it was just like a trip like all and people were like x like everyone at trader joe's is usually like especially the workers very nice everyone was like especially like like, oh uh thank you very much oh don't mind me oh i'm so sorry like pardon me like i mean it was like everybody was just like on their like num like past 10 happy content people were like humming I mean, like, it was, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, it's not just me, right? Like, everybody's really happy. Like, yeah, it really was like that scene from The Wiz. And I had that song in my head, like, leading up to the, like, potential for, like, results, you know? Um, and so once it happened, I was like, I literally, like, have been humming um, A Brand New Day for like i mean since since yesterday at eight at, for us it was 8 30 in the morning when the results were um uh, called mm-hmm. so um so yeah i mean it's been it's crazy to me like I, for, especially as someone who and i think i said this last week who's like never like been this like invested one way mm-hmm. or another you know like and so to feel this level of effect um is so strange like from an election you know like it's just and to see it on other people's faces and like on my timeline on facebook like the level of like relief and joy and everything let's just say i like i've been participating in this like boot camp like this real estate like boot camp thing Mm -hmm. And I like have all these assignments that I need to get done. I have some other work that I need to do. I got nothing done yesterday. Oh yeah. I had a whole like schedule. I was like, I'm gonna have to work tomorrow. I have to like do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Okay, okay, okay. I did nothing. I sat on the phone texting all y'all. Right. And everybody, <laughs> like, all my little group texts were popping yesterday. Yes, for real. Uh, all my little groups. Um, like, thank you to all, like, my white friends for thanking us for saving <laughs> the country once again. You're welcome. And you're welcome. Uh, and you're welcome. And just yeah. taking time. Like, we know, like, it's going to, he's going to, like, burn everything on his way out. Like, we already know, like, He's going to throw, like, the ultimate tantrum, and he's getting some people now, like, New Gingrich gets on my nerves. He's so, like, again, like, it's always, he's like that broken clock. He, sometimes I agree with him. Mm-hmm. He has that history, PhD, whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, I was like, just shut up. He's, like, on his side and, like, going out and talking, him and Giuliani. And I was like, I'm really oh, just. i surprised at Newt Gingrich. That's surprising I for am- him. Like he's I can't, much like, more level headed, I feel like normally. Yes. And so I was just like, I don't understand. Like usually 
like when it comes to like history related things, he's usually on the right side, and I agree with him on those things. Yeah, like, like I said, like whole his like, whole thing about like Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. and like you know all these things. But I was like, I was actually surprised that he did this, and I was like, of course, of course, you're gonna, you know, you you always, yeah. I'm really, you really always, surprised. Like, like that's, ugh. I feel like I'm wondering, yeah, what's but what what is really behind that? Um, yeah, I, I find it I always really like Lindsey Graham. Like, did I tell you about my whole thing with Lindsey Graham? I don't think so. I didn't know you. I don't. I don't. I don't think I know that you have a whole thing with Lindsey Graham. Because <laughs> like Lindsey Graham acts like a person that's being blackmailed. Oh, that's in the way <laughs> well, that he comes out for Trump. And I was like, girl, we all know your secret. So I don't understand why you're afraid of being blackmailed. What's his secret? Lindsey Graham is homosexual. Oh, really? I didn't know that was his secret. Well, now I know his secret. How do you know that well, that's his secret? Is that, like that's a, like, is that like a known rumor? Yes. Oh, I had no idea. And so I'm like, and like, even like um, in recent like years, um, escorts have come out. Oh, I had no and, idea. Yeah, and so like people thought it anyway because he's always been kind of a dandy, little sensitive, never been known to ha- you know enjoy the company of women. So it's like always been a like a, a open secret that Lindsey Graham is a homosexual. Is he? So, uh, he's not a married man. No, he's a confirmed bachelor. Oh, see, I don't uh, obviously I don't know anything about Lindsey Graham. See, he's a South Carolina, so you know the best he is from South Carolina. So he's always someone, you know, being on you know this side of the world that you kind of know about. So yeah, I'm just like, girl. Oh, so everybody know be getting blackmailed if because uh, because he's he is of an era where that coming out would not be looked upon and he also has a lot of supporters who would be appalled still but i'm still trying to figure out who does it i don't know i'm just like who does it like well, I guess you, but you don't live in South Carolina. Right. I mean, I, like... I not it's and for me it's more like I clearly I don't know I didn't even know that he wasn't married. Like I don't know anything about Lindsey Graham other than, you know, that he's just this that like he kind of is just out there and, you know, mm-hmm. generally disagreeable. <laughs> right. So I was like, so I was, you know, I was like, I'm sure that Trump has something like scathing about him like I said some stuff has already come out but I was like girl everybody know and I was like well yeah the only people who will care are your people so I guess that's why you don't want it to officially come out but right I'm like, I mean that's like a big thing if that's something that you it uh, that obviously he, he's not he's it's like like I said it's an open rumor I think it's like as long as it's not explicitly stated that people are just like ignoring it, right? Because it's maybe. like 19, His... 1945 or something, right? Like it's like, yeah, we all know that this person is that way, but we're you know that way, quote unquote, right? But we're all mm-hmm. going to pretend, you know, like as long as you don't flaunt it and you keep it somewhere Quiet. where we can't see it and behind closed doors and whatever, then we can all 
pretend, right? We can all like, and so he's definitely of that era. And if he's, if it's true and he's staked his political career on being somebody else on having this other persona, then yeah, that's a big deal. Like, you know, like if in all this time he hasn't, it would all this time and given all the cultural permission that he would now have to just be Mm. out, you know, if he's still maintained and you know, this, if that's true and then he's maintained it this whole time as a secret, then yeah, that's huge. That's, that's definitely blackmailable. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, so I guess the thing, but I was just like, okay, clearly he's blackmailing you. Everyone knows why, um, because there's no reason for you to say anything. And to give a half a million dollars of your own money right? his defense. That's the part that I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I thought that that was super strange, too, but I was sort of yep. like, okay, but now this gives it a whole other context, which I do not Yeah, so ready. just let you know, yeah, that wow. is the, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Gossip Corner. Good grief. Yes, girl. <laughs> oh, Miss, my they call him Mrs. He wants to be called Mrs. G or something like that. Who wants to be called <laughs> Mrs. G? He wants Lizzie to be- Grant. Yes. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop. All right. Stop. Okay, so we are like oh. 10 minutes in. 13 and, uh, minutes 13 in. Minutes in. This Hi. is Wait, Tell Me Everything. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Andrea. Welcome. And welcome. And this is where you come to hear, you know, 30-year gossip about 30 uh, politicians. <laughs> <laughs> you get to hear me react to gossip that I had no, no clue, clue about, about Southern gentlemen. Um, yes, he's a confirmed bachelor. Yes, yeah, so go oh, on. Wow. Okay. Well, this yeah. is all leading to newsworthy. So obviously, we're talking about the election results and um, the confirmation um, by um, the AP and other news organizations calling um, the election in favor of Joe Biden. Um, today's big news, um, and it's on several different outlets. I'm looking at. Uh, an article from NBC News uh, by Alan Smith is George W. Bush congratulates Biden while Christie says Trump may soon need to, quote, move on. Um, So former President George W. Bush, my man, on -hmm. Sunday became the most prominent Republican so far to congratulate congratulate President-elect Joe Biden while former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, a longtime ally of President Donald Trump, suggested it may soon be time to, quote, move on from the president's efforts to contest the election. In a statement, Bush said he called Biden and Senator Kamala Harris, who he referred to as the president-elect and the vice president-elect, respectively. Uh, This is a quote from his statement. He, He says, I extended my warm congratulations and thanked him for the patriotic message he delivered last night. Though mm-hmm. we had, which was such, it was actually really good. Um, mm-hmm. Though we have political differences, I know Joe Biden to be a good man who has won his opportunity to lead and unify our country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was uh, the whole statement is out there, and it's actually pretty brief. It's really good, and uh, but that was one of my favorite lines from it. It was just this acknowledgement of like, you know. It's, it's again like going back to what we've been talking about on the show for a while now 
Civility um, is back. Dignity this, is back. Yeah, dignity is back. Civility is back. Though we have political differences, I can acknowledge that you're a person of character and, you know, we mm-hmm. can work our way through this or whatever. Um, Biden was on Saturday projected to win the presidency after securing more than 270 electro- electoral college votes, but Trump has not yet conceded the race, continuing to falsely claim he won the election while promoting unfounded claims of voter fraud. Uh, Christie, Chris Christie told ABC's This Week, it was so important early on to say to the president, if your basis for not conceding is that there was voter fraud, then show us. Show us. Because if you can't show us, we can't do this. We can't back you blindly without evidence. Which I was like, okay. when did he say this? Uh, on ABC's This Week, Chris Christie. Did he say it today or like yesterday? Uh, I think it, it was somewhere between, it doesn't, it doesn't say specifically when, but I feel like it was, um, I don't know, know when this week comes on. Is it like a Sunday show? I'm not sure. Um, so then he added, I'm hoping that more Republicans move in the direction of saying, of saying, not that we don't support the president. He's been a friend of mine for 20 years, but friendship doesn't mean that you're blind. Friendship means that you'll listen to somebody, give them their opportunity, and if they don't come forward with the proof, then it's time to move on. So Okay, I, this was within the last day, he said. It was like okay. within 10 hours. Like, today, he said this today. So it was today. So it's, okay, so this mm-hmm. week is a Sunday show then on ABC, one of the Sunday news shows. Um, so, yeah, so really bold statement from Chris Christie. Um, Bush, Bush said that while Trump quote, has the right, end quote, to pursue recounts and legal challenges, um, he appeared to suggest the efforts would not be successful. Bush said, the American people can have confidence that this election was fundamentally fair, its integrity will be upheld, and its outcome is clear. Uh, yeah, he just said he needs to move on. Christy said, yeah, Christy said he needs to, move to, needs to move on, yep. Yeah. Few elected Republicans have congratulated Biden on his victory so far, with the likes of Senators Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski among them. Some, here's our friend, Senator Lindsey Graham, have gone in the opposite direction, urging Trump on Sunday night to, quote, fight hard and not concede. <sighs> uh, speaking with CNN's State of the Union on Sunday, Biden campaign senior advisor Simone Sanders said, the White House has yet to reach out to Biden and his team about the election. A source close to the White House senior advisor, Jared Kushner, said that he has advised Trump to pursue legal remedies. Uh, meanwhile, Biden's margins in the key swing states are much larger than the amount by which past statewide recounts have changed vote spreads. And that's, I think, a really important point, too, because there's uh, so for most um for all states, I think there's a threshold where the the if the margin is below us, uh, you know that number or below, then it it's automatically like a recount. Um, but mm-hmm. typically, that's like when it's like in the like hun- in the hundreds, you know. Yeah, so you it like have, triggers like, an automatic it, recount. Right, triggers yeah. an automatic recount, which is what they happen in Georgia. I don't know what the final word on that is. Have you heard anything? But like. 
No, but the thing is, like, if he wins Pennsylvania, it doesn't matter if he wins Georgia. Right. No, it doesn't. That's the thing. But I mean, like, he can still he can still ask for a recount, or like, it yeah, can, they can still recount. But typically, it doesn't make a difference if you right. already have a huge lead, like, because yeah, sure, girl, like, go ahead, yeah, like, recount it. Yeah, so, but so mm. yeah, but Pennsylvania like completely took over the top. But um, so anyway, um, Trump quote: "This is Romney speaking. Is who he is is what he told." <laughs> Well, yeah, we all are aware of that. Yeah, and he says, he added, he has, and he has a relatively relaxed relationship with the truth. Wow. Um, And so. How about he has no relationship? I mean, that is, that is like the classiest way of saying you are. It really, you're a liar. You're a liar who lies. I used to have something similar that I would say that I used to say about um, Bill Clinton, but I can't remember right now. But yeah, I used to say I think it was ethically, ethically like flexible or morally, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But Basically, yeah, like yeah. that is great. A relatively relaxed relationship with the truth. Mitt Romney and Chris Christie coming with the zingers. Um, so and it means more coming from Christie because they were like they were like that dude until he got COVID. Right, because he was pissed because he found out about it on the news with everybody else. He was like, why am I finding out on the news that the event that y'all invited me to is, is like it was a super spreader event? Like how mm-hmm. and then like and then to find out that you are actually positive. Shoot, he mm-hmm. was in the ICU for a hot second. For a week. A week. He was in the ICU for a week. Oh, I didn't realize it was even that long. Like he he had he has asthma, first of all. Girl, that's and, why you know, I he also from the Rona. Yeah, you know, he's overweight, so like that's also does it help? Yes, oh my god, things. did so, you see yeah. Dave Chappelle? Okay, I was gonna talk about that a little bit. <laughs> okay, like, we'll talk about it. I did it, like, I, did, I didn't it? finish watch. I watched some of it, but like, oh, I couldn't girl. watch it. I don't have television, so like, I wait usually the next day, but I've been so busy today that I haven't been able to watch. Oh, the All whole thing like, is still, on their Facebook, on the SNL Facebook page, like, they have it. I've been watching like. I've been watching, like, I watched part of the monologue, but I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched I the opening the thing. thing, which, if I hear that song, you gonna lose your job one more time. Oh, uh, it's stuck in my head. And I saw the original one. Have you seen the, what it was based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl getting, like, arrested, detained, yeah. Hysterical. Yeah, no, like, that's what makes it so, first of all, the original thing was already funny, because she was that just, was like, funny. Even the security guard was like trying not to crack up because she was like so serious. She's like, catch this right now. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> so he was trying to keep a straight face like in the middle of it. And then it just got turned into so many like different memes and videos and whatever. Yeah, when they put it on Saturday Night Live, I was like, okay, you know what? That was hilarious. So, yeah. Yeah. I only watched cool. the monologue. Just because I was like, if nothing else, I need to see my boy Dave, like, come with it. Which he did. Yeah. It was always so good. And he talks about Chris Christie and the coronavirus. And it's so, <laughs> it's so awful. It's only funny because he's like, clearly Chris Christie's okay. And we all know that now. <laughs> but he did, he said something about, like, side orders or side, something. He said that Chris Christie was to the coronavirus, like, all the fixings. <laughs> That's what it was. Someone said it. Like it's like, yeah, you got all the things, sir. 
all the things. They were like, yep, here's our prime candidate right here. You're like, mm, I'm going to eat good tonight. Like, yeah, I was like, like, you got, you are so stupid. So yeah, that's the part I missed. Like, I saw him, like, you know, talking about his grand, great grandfather yeah. and all that kind of stuff. He yeah. comes from a very respectable family with his crazy self. He um, does, he does, but that's also like he's that's also why he's so he's so brilliant, so intelligent, mm-hmm. like so like you know, well, like just studied on life, and yeah, or things, yeah, everything. It's... Like he's so good. It was it's what makes him a great comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw two of the other sketches. I didn't finish his monologue. But I saw two of the sketches, which were hilarious, and they kept breaking on. Did you see the Uncle Ben? No, I haven't. Like, I only watched the monologue. <laughs> I haven't watched anything, so I need to watch it all. I'll oh probably watch God. it tonight. I'll probably watch the rest tonight. It's basically like a company being politically correct and like firing like Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, the Allstate guy, and like the Coco, um, Coco Puff, like Count Dracula. Girl, oh gosh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's so, so silly. Excited. So yeah, I'll finish the bylaw today. But that was what I saw was like it was brilliant. I got to like the opiate kind of part. Okay, I'll but yeah, it. he like brilliantly, you know, weaves you know the tale, and it's it's so good. So, so okay, good. what other, any um, other newsworthy stuff? Let's see. So okay, so that was that story. Then. um so just the other piece just to hit on some of like the 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 good stuff um so Kamala Harris has made history as the first woman and the first woman of color to be named vice president of the United States in her mm-hmm. first speech as vice president elect on Saturday Harris invoked not only the historic nature of her election but praised those who came before her to help pave the path to the white house she said mm. While I may be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last. I'm be the last. I yeah. love that. And then um, every little girl that's watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities, which I thought was such a powerful mm-hmm. um, and true statement. Uh, Harris delivered her speech in a crisp white suit, a likely nod to the suffragettes of the 20th century who worked to get women the right to vote. Although someone was like, she's wearing uninterrupted white. I was like, okay, y'all. What? Why? No, just Soros was like, so when Soros was like, oh, she's wearing uninterrupted white. Oh, I was like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But also like on. a nice, like winter white. Yes. So, um, so yeah, I thought it was, I, I thought she, and, and she came out to Mary J. Blige. Um, see, I miss the come out. I came in because, like, I was waiting, I was waiting, I stepped away, and then all of a sudden she, I come back, she was speaking i was like you know what oh yeah yeah that was the best part i was like is that, mm-hmm. is that- <laughs> what what mary j Blige song oh i know i i you know i don't know what song it was somebody had mm. it somewhere and i now i don't have it in front of me um i'll look for it um mm-hmm. so here's some i found these this little like bullet list of like uh did you know like potus edition um, mm-hmm. so Biden, um, this, I mean, you, some of this, yeah, we do know, but Biden will become the oldest president in American history, a title previously held by Ronald Reagan, president mm-hmm. elect Biden, who will turn 78 on November 20th, was born in 1942 during World War II. Just call her Professor Flotus. The first thing you know mm-hmm. about America's next first lady is that Jill Biden a college English professor with four degrees, including a doctorate, is going to be a very busy flotist. She intends to be the first 
in the role's 231-year history to pursue her career and keep a paying job while living in the White House and serving as First Lady. Mm. Which is pretty, like, I was, like, really surprised by that. Um, Yeah, me too. Also because I just... um, I just think of all that extra work for the Secret Service. Like, you know what? Like, they all, like, say that, and it's going to change. You don't think she can sustain it? The thing is, like, I feel like she thinks because she's done it so long as a senator's wife and as, like, VP. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so she does have some experience doing that already. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to be just, like, a little different now. And I also wonder kind of what the role will be of the second gentleman and how he's going to like yeah that should be interesting too and then that's actually the next bullet point is um introducing the nation's first second gentleman harris's Mm -hmm. husband doug emhoff who we've talked about before will soon have a historic role of his own second gentleman emhoff will be the first male spouse of any vice president or president um so that'll be interesting too like i mean Mm -hmm. but honestly like i feel like I, I like I think this is a unique situation because and I was listening to another podcast earlier that was saying how, you know, because of Biden's age, um, it's pretty much like taken for granted that he's only gonna be a one term president. Um mm-hmm. you know, that he's at eighty two, he's not gonna like run for reelection. Um, and so that positions uh Kamala, you know, to be like an obvious like next step which is mm-hmm. usually the role of the vice i mean it's usually like the position that the vice president takes but they get the they usually and also anticipate eight years worth of you know um getting that but you know second seat. outside of yeah biden kind of um you know he kind of skipped you know the four years because of you know his son but the last person, the VP to do that was George H.W. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it doesn't always happen, but I think that there's uh-huh. so, a lot, so much like, I think there's so much energy putting, being put towards Kamala, um, you know, having like broken this glass ceiling as like the first female, first female mm-hmm. vice president, the first you know, black woman, the first Indian American woman, like all these things, you know, and so um, so I just think it's interesting because, again, typically vice president, you're just sort of like, you know, you're just there, like you're not there. necessarily doing anything. And then I feel like even more so the, you know, the second uh, lady or like this, in this case, the second gentleman, um, you know, like, I, I mean, I couldn't have told you anything about Jill Biden until now, because now we are like looking at her as FLOTUS. But mm-hmm. before now, I don't I mean, I knew who, I knew his I knew Joe's wife was Jill, but that was pretty much all I knew, you know? So mm-hmm. I just think, I, I don't know how much it'll affect Doug Emhoff, you know, one way or the other. Like, um, so anyway, I just think it'll be interesting to watch. No, I just wonder because I think of like traditional like roles for the spouse mm-hmm. are like, you know, are kind of different. So I wonder if he will still be taking on some of these things or if, you know, Jill Biden will need to take on some or they're going to, you know, what how they're going to, like, work that out. So mm-hmm. I don't imagine him going to tease and dealing with the women's groups and being, you know, like, <laughs> right. although he, you know what I mean? Although he can, but, like, 
Right. Things are set up like a certain way. So I wonder how they're going to. Right. Like there's certain uh, like uh, traditional categories that yeah. have fallen into that may or may not, you know, really be mm-hmm. a thing. So, yeah, that should be interesting to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And then my final favorite thing is the White House has been without dogs for four years. Mm. That's changing with Biden. The president-elect will be ushering in two new first dogs when he makes his move to the White House. German Shepherds, Major, and Champ. And Major is actually a rescue dog. He'll actually be the first Mm. rescue from shelter to White House, Um, which reminds me of, uh, you know, Cousin Megan. Her little shelter dog was like, Mm -hmm. you know, from uh, shelter to... um, to, um, Girl, why can't I think of... (laughs) England um, uh-huh. anyway uh, to royalty or whatever so so yeah so two lucky dogs and thank god that we're getting dogs back in the white house um, so look I can't believe like he did but I was like I really don't want him to he doesn't seem like a good dog owner so oh, well, yeah, there's that horrible clip of him at one of his rallies you've seen that right where he's talking about him with a dog and he's like, Mm-mm. oh, he's so, it's just another reason that I hate him so much. Because um, I was just like, yeah, anyone who doesn't like, like, whatever, like, at least like, acknowledge that like, like dogs are cool or whatever, you know, like, you don't have to have one. But like, it's like, he was all, um, he's like, what would I look like with a dog walking a dog on a leash? Like, how's that gonna look? I mean, oh, oh that's ridiculous. I was like, you are such a jerk. <laughs> like, you're such a jerk um you know like anyone who thinks of this is like oh so like you know it was like it was beneath him or something i was like you're i I hate you so much for so many reasons so yeah it was just another awful thing um wow so yeah now on this article see the other article that i read earlier said that um that kushner had um had been advising him one way but this one actually said that both it says that Jared Kushner has told others that he has urged the president to accept the outcome of the race and that was reported by the AP CNN also reported Sunday that first lady Melania Trump has also urged the president to accept defeat this comes oh yeah because she is tired of this oh she, she's still over she's this. ready to file her divorce papers she's like can we get on with this please um, and uh, this comes after the Trump campaign said in a statement that Joe Biden is quote rushing to falsely pose as the winner and he's gearing up for a legal battle that's Trump is over the election results beginning on Monday um, so yeah so he's already filed papers they've been dismissed he's trying to get like you know, there. You know, I've seen people on different. I'm. I was like, I don't have any friends like this, mm-hmm. but I have Facebook friends who have very conservative friends, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have conservative friends, but they're not crazy. So, like me, they were yeah, like you, and so they were saying, um, oh well, you know, well we'll just see. It's going to go to the Supreme Court, and Amy Coney, you know, she'll do what she was put there to do. Like, it's not that. going to the Supreme Court if there's it's no legal basis to begin with. going to the Supreme Court. And you know what? Like, I, like, since I, now what I do believe is that that was his plan all along. That his plan oh, was absolutely. to, like, make sure that he had the Supreme Court set up the way that he needed it to 
so that if the election results didn't come out the way that he wanted, that he thinks that there's some sort of like crazy loophole that he's going to make happen. And then he'll have the Supreme Court in place that he needs or whatever. But yeah, he was like, yeah, we're going to take it to the Supreme Court. I was like, you just can't take stuff to the Supreme Court. Right. Like, let, hey, let's just have it hurt. Let, let's let him do it. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, so just like Chris Christie said, like, if you have legal proof, then bring the produce you know, it, produce, produce the evidence. But otherwise, like, you need to step aside. And the other thing that Romney had said is that um, he's uh, after he made his uh, statement about relative relaxed relationship with the truth, he said, um, so he's going to keep on fighting until the very end. But I'm convinced that once all remedies have been exhausted, if those are exhausted in a way that's not favorable to him, he will accept the inevitable. But don't expect him to go quietly into the night. That's not how he operates. Romney also warned Trump to, quote, be careful about pushing rhetoric, questioning the legitimacy of the election. He said, the people in the past, like myself, who lost elections, have gone in a way that said, look, I know the eyes of the world are on us. The eyes of our own people are on the institutions that we have. The eyes of history are on us. He doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't. Because he only cares about himself and what he wants Mm -hmm. and he's gonna throw a tantrum he's gonna you know do um you know burn scorched earth like that's that's what he's gonna do and like everyone knows it you know like the system like is gonna work like on that day like once it's like declared and certified you know like his stuff gonna be moved out like you know whether he's like kicking and screaming and thrown out but like all your you know at midday before you know he's officially sworn in all the old stuff all the things are going to be turned over and that will be that but yeah he is not going to go quietly in like the night and no one thinks he is no one thinks he is no he's gonna go like a screaming like there's been a few scenarios where it's been like if anyone of if you've ever like take told the toddler it's time to go from Chuck E. Cheese like that's how he's gonna leave the White House oh yeah like <laughs> You're like dragging them. They're, they're screaming, kicking and screaming. Yes. They're going limp. Right. Like, right. Nothing worse than like dead a limp toddler, yes. dead weight. And it's like, will you stop right now? Like, stop you are it. killing me. You are killing me. So, uh, yeah, so I just can't. I mean, what a poor example. Such a poor example. Is. And there are a few, like, there are a handful of Republicans, like uh, Senator Roy Blunt out of Missouri, also on the same show with Chris Christie, back what Chris Christie said, and also, you know, reiterated that, um, that you know, the president's lawyers to, uh, need to present the facts, and then it's time for those facts to speak for themselves, but it seems unlikely that any changes could be big enough to make a difference, uh, but this is a close election. Um, and then, um, who else? Mary- I saw who would, oh, go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, um, said he hasn't seen quote seen any evidence of voter fraud pointing out that some of the states Trump is contesting are run by Republicans he added I don't think we're going to see anything that's going to overturn this election it's time to get behind the winner of the race hopefully the president's team will do the right thing in the end and then finally Representative Francis Rooney also out of uh, from Florida also a Republican 
Congratulations. He tweeted, congratulations to President-elect Biden on a successful campaign. And then he continued, all Americans need to come together to support President-elect Biden. Our nation will only be successful in the new if the new admin is. We must work together to enact bipartisan legislation, solve the problems of our, that our country faces. That is how our system of government works. We have more that unites us than divides us. And now that the heat of the battle has drawn to a close, we must come together for the betterment of all our citizens. Um, so another strong statement by um, a Republican um, senator. So, um, so there is people a- are going so deep. They're like, yeah, we're like Georgia. We have a Republican governor, but they're like, but those districts that have the Democratic you know, majorities, they're run by like, you know, um, Democrats, they're Democrats. And I was just like, okay, but again, the person who is in charge of the actual elections, right? I think our person, I think he's a Republican too. It's Raffsenberger, right? Yeah. I actually have like a friend who has that name and we're like, have you, are you like related? She's like, not that I'm aware of. And I was like, it's such a like specific, it's a very name. specific name. Like, girl, you better do some research because that, like, yeah, she's she's in Pennsylvania. That yeah. Right. She's in Pennsylvania. Okay. So, like, that's where her, her family's from. So, I was like, that is hilarious. I was like, yeah, Brad. Like, that ain't your kid, girl. That's, that's got to be her kid. Yeah. Um, so, she's like, I know nothing about him. I will, like, research because <laughs> no, I don't think so. But yeah, like, he's literally in charge of the elections. And then the other part of this that I think is really um, just so stupid is that these people who are election workers and poll workers are so, like, such, like, professionals about what they do. Like, this is, like, for, like, for many of these people, like, it's not just, like, you know, you didn't just sign up yesterday because uh, we're not talking about just like the volunteers who like help out or whatever. It's just like literally like the people who run the show who are like, this is their life. Like they they work elections like they come to life like every time there's election like this is like, girl. They're so serious. Like, let me tell you, I used to work the polls for L.A. City elections because I got paid time and a half and I didn't have to be working <laughs> yes, to do it. And so those people lived and breathed this stuff. They were so serious about it. They were so serious about, you know, like they were, they are true patriots. Like they believe and are like so honorable and like believe in like upholding the integrity of this like very, very like one of the few, you know, outright rights that we have as citizens of the United States. Yes. So when he like was talking about poll workers, I was like, how dare you? Well, uh, like yeah. these people do like the most, like they are so passionate yeah. about this. How dare you? Like, are you serious you? right now? Are you serious? So yeah. yeah, they are not me. And like, I'm pretty serious about elections and stuff too. But like, no, I'm but they in all like, these people. live and breathe this stuff. Yes. Like, they're like consummate professionals. Like this is their area of expertise. Like it's what they do. Like they know it like the back of their hand. They like know all their states and counties like regulations. Like this is what they do. So it's like so insulting mm-hmm. to, you know, just to randomly just start like making claims that like, cause it's, you know, because you're losing, like, because like you, like you told everybody that mail-ins like, you know, in, like everyone in your party, you convinced that like mail-ins were like evil or whatever. And so all your people showed up on the day of, 
And then we started counting the mail-ins. And guess what? Like everyone who, who like didn't listen to you because they think you're an idiot. Mailed and it's in a their whole pan- pandemic out there. And there's a whole pandemic, a whole entire pandemic still going. Um, so people mailed in their ballots. People ignored your idiot recommendation. And those were the people who were not paying you any mind and were never going to vote for you anyway. So, yeah, you started losing your lead and then your lead became losses all across the country and deal with it. Like, just deal with it. That's what counting means. That's what counting means. means, Yeah. (laughs) And many of the, the states, they because of people putting things in place, they weren't allowed to prep the absentee vote. They weren't allowed to open them. Until right. the let the polls close, so yeah, Mm-mm. it's it's oh. ridiculous. Yes. So, oh, did you hear the whole thing about you know him talking about you know like mail like how he's trying to differentiate mail in votes versus like absentee voting? Which, and the thing is, well, there's there's not a difference between the two, is there? I mean, no. Like an absentee ballot is like the same as like a mail-in vote he's just using different jargon and the thing is he has voted absentee before of course he has i mean it's this whole idea that like mail-ins or first of all mail-ins and absentees are the same thing so it's it's some it's literally semantics like because like i remember in so okay my parents always requested absentee ballots because my dad didn't like the hassle of going to vote. My father was handicapped. He didn't like like the he didn't mm. like not knowing what the setup was going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And so rather than dealing with the like is there going to be a ramp or are there going to be lots of stairs or whatever, he just preferred to do. So they would always request absentee ballots and that's how they voted. They always voted by mail. Um and um, and so like and I know a few people who like, uh, you know, like who vote by mail, like just on the regular just because of their mm-hmm. work is unpredictable or whatever. And so mm-hmm. so like so it used to, you know, so like I feel like the terminology has changed this year in particular because mm-hmm. of the pandemic where it was like, OK, an absentee ballot used to kind of be a thing that you like if you were my parents, in that you would opt into because you were either really going to be absentee, meaning you're going to be out of the country on election day mm-hmm. or just whatever. Um, or you just, you know, that like my parents, that was just your preference. So you had to opt into it or whatever. And this year it became something that like was, became a necessity for a lot of people who didn't want to be, who are worried about being out there and exposed um, because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So the, the term, I think mail-in started getting used and, you know, um, you know bounced around or whatever but like either way it's literally the same thing you get your ballot and you send it in like it's you just have your ballot ahead of everybody else and you submit it before everyone else does that's all that it is it's not anything mysterious or new there's no like nothing up my sleeve there's no smoke and mirrors it's literally the same thing it's so crazy because I was listening, like I said, I was listening to a podcast, really good. I'm going to listen to some more called Senseless, and it's Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett, uh-huh. and they're hilarious, but I listened to their episode that they interviewed Stacey Abrams, 
And yeah. she was talking about like the whole mail-in absentee. And she's like, I did like a mail-in, but she's like, they're the same thing. A mail-in ballot. She's like, the thing is, I went and filled out my ballot, went to open the envelope, and it was like glued shut. And she was like, and you can't tear it open or your ballot's gonna be invalid. She's like, if you can somehow like steam it open so mm-hmm. that it's not like broken, then you can still use it. But she's like, I didn't want to like risk that. So they're like, you can request another one. She's like, I requested another one. It never came. She's like, so I ended up having to go vote in person. Right. Wow. So, That's crazy. Yeah. So they were like, oh my gosh. She was like, yeah. So like things like this happen. But I'm just trying to figure out how he's like, he votes in Florida and he votes in New York. Who, Trump? Yeah. How can you do that? I don't know, because it says that his um, a former congressman in Florida said that he voted in the, you know, Florida elections absentee for at least three elections. Um, and he voted th- in the primary this year in Florida by a vote by mail ballot. Mm-hmm. And then in New York in 2017 and during the midterms in 2018. So I don't know if he like moved it from New you York. You have to, to move Florida. the registration, right? Like, yeah, you can't so be registered in two places. Yeah, so I guess you know, however his residency is set up, then okay. But yeah, they're, they're talking yeah. about 2017, how like the mayoral race, how Melania and Ivanka had invalid ballots. They also voted um, absentee, uh-huh. and their um, ballots were invalid because uh, not counted. They said. Um, Melania didn't sign the envelope and Ivanka mailed hers too late and Jared didn't mail his at all. Oh, well, that doesn't make it invalid. That just makes it not a thing. Well, no, they just said their two were invalid. Were two were invalid. Yeah, okay. like he, they're like him. He just never um, did it, his. But um, Trump put the wrong birth date on his. So they're like, I, they don't know if that um, they weren't clear if that if his vote was counted or not. But they uh-huh. said he did do that. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, he's just grasping at straws and it's really annoying. Um, He's the one who, you know, he's just, he created all this uh, whatever about um, mail-in ballots and now he wants to, you know, act surprised that that's like where all the votes are coming from or whatever. So it's just very annoying. So that's all I have for newsworthy. Why does it sound like the colonel's opening the door? No, I just closed the door. Sorry, I was like trying Mm -hmm. to quietly walk over here. It's like it sounds like a creepy haunted house. The way yeah, it is. All my doors need a little WD forty. I was just noticing that. The other day, I was like, I opened one door, like, you know how the back door has, like, the back gate and the door, to uh-huh. the, you know, and I was like, I opened, the, that was the kitchen door that you just heard, so that's, that made that squeaky sound. Then I opened the uh, the actual gate, and the gate was like, and I was like, okay, I need some serious WD-40 in here, because all my doors are squeaky, like a haunted house. Um, anyway, sorry, I was quietly trying to let the cat back inside. Um so, yeah, that's all I've got for Newsworthy Girl. It's just all the craziness. We'll see how this all unfolds. But honestly, um, once Pennsylvania turned blue, I was like, we're good. 
we're gonna go <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like we can all breathe i was actually looking up last night because i couldn't i and uh i wanted to figure out why they hadn't called north carolina yet just because i was just mm-hmm. curious because like it's like it, they've been at 99 percent reported for like days Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Trump still, you know, still has a substantial lead. But the article that I read said something like there was still like a hundred or like ninety nine thousand. Uh, at least this was as of like I, I think it was yesterday afternoon that I looked this up. So I don't know mm-hmm. if, how true this still is, but they still had ninety nine thousand mail-ins. Um, yeah, they somehow it's like yet. Alaska, us, and North Carolina that are still like pale yeah um and alaska that was there's been some really funny posts about alaska because it's kind of like why is alaska taking so long they've only got like seven people and a polar bear (laughs) it's like wow right (laughs) but it is a really like it's like a state that's mostly like open land with like very like you know like it's like a very Mm -hmm. like small number of citizens so it's 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 bizarre to me and it's also like always pretty much a red state so i was like is there any do we have questions about alaska like i don't know um so but yeah so there is those that are still those races that have not like officially been called so the electoral totals aren't what they're going to be in the end yet but biden is well over Mm. Uh, than the necessary 270 i think 290 is where he landed so far yeah oh uh, my god okay lindsey graham just said um um trump should not concede defeat in this election because republicans will never be able to elect another president from their party again i'm like which, no what no that's not a thing first of all he doesn't need to concede like conceding is the right thing to do and it's the presidential mm-hmm. thing to do but we've yet to see him do the right thing and we've yet to see him be presidential. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised if he doesn't concede because, but conceding isn't necessary. Like the only thing that's necessary is that it's the 270. It's the 270 or above, which is where mm-hmm. we're at. And the rest is whatever you can concede. You can not concede, but come uh, January 20th, Somebody gonna pack your bags for you if you don't pack them for yourself. Yeah, no, they're so, gonna be packed for him and sent out, and somebody in Secret Service gonna do you like um, they do jazz on the footprints. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> out the door. Yeah, don't don't make them grab you by the back of your pants and just mm-hmm. like you know. But it's like you know, you you will either walk out or you will be escorted off the premises. You can choose. And all that time, you can still not concede. That's fine. So Yeah, so yeah, they're like, he's going to be a former president, whether he concedes or not. It's t- completely optional. Although no pro- president, modern presidential candidate has refused to concede. I know someone mentioned um, John Adams. Oh, uh-huh. didn't concede to Jefferson. You know, they were political foes. Again, he'll grudge um, until like they were like on like dying, like it started writing letters to each other, I think. And um, and then like, OK, you know, the whole story about how they, they both died on the fifth the anniversary of, you know, Fourth of July. Independence Girl, Day. You no, know, I don't know. No story about Adams and Jefferson. 
well, you're going to get it on the West Wing. I already knew this, but, the, you know, that's why I like West Wing, because they bring up this random stuff that I know. So okay. they mentioned it on um, on an episode of West Wing, too, where um, when he was, Adams was dying, mm-hmm. and he didn't know, of course, because, you know, there are no telephones and internet. He didn't okay. know that Jefferson was also in his deathbed. And so he wrote one of the last things he like things he said was like before he died was Jefferson lives, not knowing that Jefferson was dead. Oh, that's bizarre. It was very bizarre. So yeah, they both died on like J- July fourth, like the same day. Fifty fiftieth anniversary of the you know the Independence Day. Interesting. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. But again, who? I mean, you know, it's just. <laughs> Who knows these Who knows me? You and the West me. Wing. A lot of people. A lot of people know this. I don't know mm-hmm. if a lot feels like an overstatement to me. It's a lot. <laughs> okay, so uh, viral box. Shall we move mm-hmm. on? There's yes, a lot please. of discussion. Okay. Um, so the viral box. It's not one thing. Um, it's all the things that have kept me. Um, sustained over this very, very um, worry, worry-filled, um, anxiety-ridden week. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the memes, girl. The memes oh, so and many the group ones. chats yes. kept me going. And some of my favorite, like my most recent favorite was okay. the one of like Tyra Banks kind of standing, like when oh. she did America's Next Top Model and she's standing <laughs> And so they're like, Nevada, Nevada's going to wake up tomorrow and announce the presidency like, I have two photos in my head. <laughs> that was such a good one. I was like, oh my God, that was so funny. And another one is like the kids from The Simpsons and the teacher all looking. And it's like every outlet making Fox, Fox News be the one to call it. Because that was my thing. I was like, oh, it ain't real until Fox News says it's real. Fox News said it was real? Oh, right. uh, okay. Because they yeah. are not going to say that. If Yeah. Right. And I was really surprised, too, that Fox, Fox called Arizona, like, when, like, other outlets, you know, like, hadn't called it yet. So they had, um, they had Biden up. Um, including the Arizona uh, electoral votes, like at 260 or 264, whatever it was, um, while like NBC and CNN and a couple other places still had him at 253 for days. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and I was like, oh, okay, Fox. <laughs> I was like, Fox was like, we're ready to move on too. Man, and um, the one, oh, Paula White in that prayer. Oh, what was that? I don't know people, and I was like, "Why yeah, is she calling the you know?" So there's a meme of her like the angels from Africa she was talking about, and it's kind of like a scene of like the warriors in Wakanda. Yes, and I was like, "Girl, do you want to call?" I was like, <laughs> "I didn't know angels were in Africa and South America. I thought the angels were in heaven." And um, do you really want to be calling on the ancestors? Like, I don't yeah. know if you want that. So apparently, you did. You done summon them up out of. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ma'am, don't. Hey, I'm not saying her prayer didn't work. It just didn't work the way she wanted it to. It didn't work the way <laughs> she thought it was gonna work. 
Yeah, I'm like, girl, okay, yeah, that worked. You summoned the angels yes. from Africa. And, and, and victory did come. It just didn't come and victory did work. come, yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. We thank you. Thank you. you. Appreciate like, it. Appreciate yeah, as much it. as you were praying, I was like, we had people praying too. Like, oh girl, my God, she can was I tell you? herself out of that top, though. I was like, honey, put your... I fix your like, shirt, honey. Fix your well, top. Fix your shirt, girl. Fix your top. You behind the pulpit. Pull that shoulder up. And like the random man that kept walking back and forth behind her. I what was, like, was what that? Because I saw like the you know the remix video where they like you know auto tuned mm-hmm. her. Me too. Do. And so I was like, who's the red and white man? So I thought they put that there, but I was like, oh no no. I watched the real thing. I was like, oh no no no. That's just random man. That's what I thought at first too. I was like, oh, is that some random thing that's been photoshopped in? But like no, I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So many questions about this. I don't even know. But yeah, Paula White, God help her. God help her. Um, Lord. So yeah, so that was it. So you all have seen them. There's no need for me to talk about more, but they're so good though. Was all that was happening on the um in the viral world this week. So my favorite yes. one was the one I sent to you guys that was like um a picture of you probably know what the was what the picture was of a statue in Philadelphia. I think it was I don't know if it was Paul Revere or what it was. Probably, but, yeah. And it was um so it was a picture of that like iconic like Philadelphia statue and it was like Philadelphia telling tyrants to F off since seventeen seventy six. I was like, Oh, so good. Mm-mm-mm. So good. So, so yeah. So good. So yeah, so that was it. So uh, we talked already about Dave Chappelle of SNL. So I'm gonna mm, yes. go back and wait till me everything. So finish that up. You know, as always, like what I saw was very funny. Need to go finish watching it. Um. So the 2020 Rock and Hall Rock and Roll Hall of Fame new inductees, um, occurred okay. yesterday. Oh, okay. So in the performer category. Um, Depeche Mode. Oh, cool. The Doobie Depeche. Brothers. <gasps> oh, I didn't know they weren't in the Hall of Fame yet. Okay, wait till I get to the next two. Oh. Uh, Whit- Whitney Houston. Oh, that's awesome. And Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, like I thought like they would have been in there already. Anyway, oh, um, the Notorious B.I.G. <gasps> oh, that's Okay. And T Rex. T Rex, which is a yeah, they're the only (laughs) group I didn't know, but they're like a British group and they do they just said like synthetic rock or something like that. So I had no idea who they were. So but Okay. Um sorry to that man. Um but congratulations. Congratulations. They're a group, uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I think I'm most surprised about the Doobie Brothers not having already been there because I just feel like they're so old school. Yeah, like and, I was surprised about that, and I felt like I thought Whitney Houston was already there, but yeah, that's, yeah, okay, yeah, um, okay, and Biggie, so that's, that's awesome. A, yeah, Biggie, that's awesome. I saw where his daughter accepted, his oldest daughter accepted mm. the award, so like that was very nice. So congratulations, congratulations, to all those, some of them who are no longer with us, but. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, nonetheless. And I can't wait to go back there and see their little uh, displays. Or, well, no, by the time I get back there, they're not going to be there anymore. 
but um yeah that's a really cool place is that out here no it's in cleveland oh yeah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. I saw it when I went to that wedding a couple in of years Cleveland. ago. Cleveland, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What an odd place to have it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's there, but they have lots of space there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really like when you walk up on it, you're like, wow, like it's very impressive. Um, yeah, I have no idea why it's there. Fascinating. I would, I, mm-hmm. I would like to go, but I don't know that I want to go to Cleveland for any other reason. No, oh, Cleveland's Cleveland rocks. Isn't that what I want you call it? Uh, yeah. But What's does it? <laughs> I had a good time in Cleveland. I, you know, like I said, I was there for a wedding. You're there but for I, a wedding. I, like I feel like it's the kind of place that you go to because you're there, like you're there for a conference or you're there for like a wedding or something. Like there's some. Like, but like, you don't just like. It's not like Chicago, where you're like, oh, like we're gonna go to Chicago on vacation or whatever, you know. Like, but it like the building, like I said, is impressive. It was built by like I M Pi, so like it's really like like it's like really a showstopper. Is so, it built um, by who? I M Pi. Who is that? It's like a famous architect, girl. Oh my god, I M Pi. I'm going to have to look that up. How do you spell it? I am. So I am is like the initials? Yeah, and then P-E-I. P-E-I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet homework. Yeah, Chinese. <laughs> like, he's a very, very famous architect. Yeah. Um, I don't know my architects. Well, only one architect that I, I wonder who that is <laughs> mm. my one my one favorite architect because I only know him because <laughs> I think he did okay like I'm going to start lying but I'll like look it up but I think he did the pyramid in front of the Louvre who I am Pi yeah I think so oh hmm. well I'm going to have to do my research yeah that's what so like the pyramid he did so I just looked it up Okay. So the pyramid is kind of cool because it's like inverted too. So it's like, you know, the pyramid on top, but then it goes like inverts down into like the Louvre. It's like pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yes, he's yeah. I'm looking Definitely. at other things. So the Holocaust Museum in DC. Yeah, so he's like pretty famous architect. So yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of him. Okay, oh, I see. He has a very happy face. Yeah, well, he's he's no longer with us. Oh, yeah, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, he really likes the pyramid. Yeah, like that seems to be like his. <laughs> he's a big fan of the pyramid. Yeah. Uh huh. Fascinating. Yeah, I think he, this is like he did the Kennedy Presidential Library. Oh, he just died yeah. last year. Yeah, like, but he was like very, very old. Like he's 102. Oh, good grief. Mm-hmm. Well, good for him. Oh, look at all these places. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do your, we don't need to listen to you do your IMPI, like, research, so you can do that later. Okay. So, yeah, famous architect, yeah. And finally, um, yes. rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Oh, I saw that today. So sad. Yeah. Um, he ha- held on for quite some time. 
He had cancer, um, right? Pancreatic cancer. Oh, yeah. And so he passed away at 80 years old. I mean, it seems like everyone has this, like, it's like the show's been on so long and it's kind of like, who watches it? But I, I'm always surprised by the people who like watch it. I know like when we were in college, like me and Bessie used to get talked about because we literally will like watch Jeopardy like every evening. Like before we would do like, we were like, right, like oh, we have to go have dinner here because we got to go, you know, watch Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And then like we'd go out and do stuff, but like after Jeopardy, like we, we this is our undisturbed like roommate. Right. time and like we'd even be watching it on different tvs but at the same time like wow. it was so ridiculous so yeah so like this one girl like wrote um on facebook that her and her husband like it was like a tradition that they started like while they were dating that they would like always watch it during dinner mm-hmm. and she's like it's something like we still do now that we're married so many years and blah 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 like 10 years later like we still do that we like watch mm-hmm. jeopardy at dinner time so She's like, thank you for all the stuff we learned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one cool. like, yeah, rapper Remy Ma's husband, mm-hmm. um, Papoose, um, he like did a tribute, like post to um, Jeopardy and Al because like they were a question <laughs> on the show, oh. and so he like posted that, and I was like, oh, that's cute. So yeah, that's so cute. he's. You know, it's such a part of like so many people's like kind of evening routine. Um, so rest in peace to Alec Trebek. Yeah, rest in peace. So um the long long hard fought battle. Um mm-hmm. it's very sad. Um mm-hmm. he was and was he eighty years old? Is that what he was eighty. Okay. Which he looked pretty good for eighty. Oh my god, he looked great. Someone referred to him like with his mustache, but to him as a snack. I was like, okay, I think you're that's rude. <laughs> um, don't be disrespectful. Uh, but he's respect your very elders. respect your elders, lady. Oh but he was gosh. very handsome, distinguished man, older man, like the Sean, Sean Connery, who like very much like know. Sean Connery. Um, yeah. So. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So sad. Did Jeffrey? Since th- started in 1984. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's like a really, but it is. It's one of those shows that I think. I mean, it's just like you know, it's a game show that like you just like. It's always on at the same time. Like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like it's you know, like you're learning stuff. You're trying to like guess like before the, you know, like it's just it's just the perfect little game show. Like it's definitely. I think there's a lot of people who like you said have like rituals that have like been established around it or whatever so um it's definitely like an end of an era for sure mm-hmm. and i said he only missed like one episode and that was an episode in 97 where him and pat sajak on april fool's day they switched hosting jobs oh how funny i didn't know that mm-hmm. i didn't either that is hilarious that's really and i was cute. like we should have saw that episode because it was 1997 so right. <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay. But yeah, that is that's pretty much my wait, tell me everything. Um Okay. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. mention the verses that's coming up or that's announced. Because I don't care about that versus, so you don't? What the TI one? No. What versus? Uh the one outcast versus tribe. Oh my 
my god i forgot all about that i'm so sorry yes that that is major i cannot wait for that i like saw that in passing so the one i keep seeing come up is the um the ti and whoever he's Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, so that's the one that's coming up this week. So yeah, I don't know. I actually don't. I was hoping you were going to tell me when the Outcast one was because somebody, uh, one of the people on my on my timeline, has posted about it twice. And so like that's why it was on my mind. But I never really looked closely at it because I was like, okay, Kristen will tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah, so the one I rely on you for. (laughs) Yeah, like. Please don't, because like yeah, the one that I keep seeing is the um oh yeah the Ti versus GZ um yeah like I I don't like it's not even on their um their um Instagram page. Well, it's not up yet. Hmm, interesting. Like like when the date. So like I just saw someone post it. Yeah, but I haven't seen it like pop up on my Instagram. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Well, then let's get personal. You started um, out like, I now have to look into that. <laughs> it is. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. I already mentioned my dance party. That was the highlight of the weekend. Um, uh, uh, other than the actual election results themselves, that was the highlight of the weekend. Um, did I already mention the Queen's Gambit last week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that was my show. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. I feel like I've like been like really. I had class this week, so I was like, <clears throat> we're getting ready for class, then having, you know, classes Friday more Friday and Saturday mornings, and then this week it'll be. Wednesday and Thursday evening so mm-hmm. it's like you know four four sessions total in, in between the two weeks um, and then um, but the Friday and Saturday mornings are at 7 a.m. so it's just so early like thank god it's a zoom class right so like it's just like I just have to be like you know camera you know presentable mm-hmm. <laughs> that's at, in my dining room at seven um but oh my word, it's like, it's just, and the funniest thing was like Saturday morning's class started at seven, of course, we're on whatever. And I had subscribed to the text alerts for when the AP called the race. Uh-huh. And so at like, like I said, it was about, it was almost 830 in the morning here, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And um and I, the, the alert comes up on my phone, like a text message comes up and I just happened to glance over it. And of course it was, you know, like one of those, like, you know, whatever, like five digit number, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? You know? So I just kind of like glance over to see what it is. Um, and, but like, I'm still in class and it's like the AP is called the, you know, called the presidential race, you know? with like 290 votes for Joseph R. Biden. And I was like, (gasps) so like, I was so distracted. And then at the same time, there's myself and another black girl in the class. And I'm like watching her on the screen. I can see that she's like, she keeps looking over her shoulder a little bit. Like she's trying to also stay focused. So I text message her 
like omg they just called the race and she was like and she's in harlem uh, mm-hmm. and so she was like oh she was like yes that's why i'm distracted because she was saying like people in harlem like the moment it was announced like cars like were coming like like coming to a halt in the street like honking horns people were like leaning out their windows with like pots and pans like you know like there was just like wow all of a sudden there was just like this like you know huge noise and sound like all coming from outside her window and so she was just like what is going on like so she hadn't gotten the alert she was just she was sort of assuming that that's what it must be, but like she couldn't like she didn't you know. And then I texted her and was, she was like, "Okay, that's what's happening over here. It's crazy. I'm trying to stay focused." So yeah, for the next like at least half hour, like like then you and Maya started texting me and my two um, coworkers who we'd been texting all you know all week about everything. You know, so it's like, like you said, like all the group text started blowing up or whatever. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so trying to be in this class, but I need, like, <laughs> it's like we need to take a 10 minute break so I can, like, Mm-mm. regroup. It was too funny. So, yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's been my week. It's, I don't really have that much to report. I don't, I'm trying to think. I feel like I had, like, a new show. But now I like am drawing a blank on what it was. I have been, I'm now in the middle of season four of the West Wing. Um, okay, so what episode are you on? Um, oh, I just looked it up before we got on so that I could tell you. It was, oh, what was it called? Arctic Circle or something like that? Arctic, Arctic Radar. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. Um, yeah, so it's the one where the... Um, so, okay, so they're basically writing Rob Lowe out of the show, right? Yeah. Okay. So Rob Lowe is now, like, in California running for, like, an Orange County Congress seat. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and... Then the... Um, and he's, uh, he's like, and then Winnie from uh, the Wonder Years is uh, <laughs> is like a potential like interest or whatever because she's like the sister of the guy who was running the first campaign out there or whatever. And then the guy is um, what's his face from the other show um, from Scandal. Yes. Josh Molina. Yes. And he is the co-host of Senseless. uh, West Wing. Huh? Isn't he the co-host of that podcast that you just mentioned? No. Jason Bateman. He is the co-host along with Rishi Hearsay of West Wing Weekly. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He's the co-host of West Wing Weekly. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of I love that he was like on there and it was kind of like he has like a weird perspective because he was on there, you know, he wasn't an original person, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the office ladies, you know, it has like two like primary characters. Right. So but it's kind of like a different perspective because he can talk about when he was on there before he got on there and all that kind of stuff. So 
Yeah, but okay, Arctic Radar. Okay. You <coughs> so, are moving along, Missy. <coughs> I am. So it's the episode where so like okay, in the, so like since the last time we talked, like Lily Tomlin is still like special guest starring as like the new Mrs. Landingham. Um, which is just like it's it's she's good, like Lily Tomlin's always good or whatever, you know, but it's just sort of like okay, how long is this gonna last? Because she's super quirky. Um, mm-hmm. and then um they've won like their re-election. So it's really funny because some of the some of what I was watching was like happening in real life here, you know. <laughs> like Yeah, I kind of went back and started because I was like, oh, this is fun, like the election night mm-hmm. and yeah, um, yeah, Arctic Radar was good. And then, like, um, I like that whole play with Toby and Wheel with the writing. I thought that was, I like that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was a good scene. Like, it was just a good, like, back and forth between the two of them and, like, Toby kind of, like, beginning to, like, you know, um, establish kind of a rapport with him or whatever, or allowing oh. a rapport to be established, I should say. So, that was really good. Um, and um the then next the- episode is one of my favorites okay someone it- won an emmy for that episode. okay i i like the very first few minutes of it played um and then i was like okay i need to stop watching so i can get ready for for our call um so yeah i was like what 1954 and there's like a car full of yiddish speaking mm-hmm. men so I was like, okay, clearly this is something I'm going to have to pay more attention to. So I was just like, because I'm so confused. I was like, am I watching You understand show? literally by the end, like, what that has to do with. Oh, I was like, I hope so, yeah. this is really They random. draw it together really quickly. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, I like other episodes I like in this season. I like Privateers. Okay. Angel Maintenance is very good. Life on Mars is a favorite, so. And then the cliffhanger for this season is amazing dun, dun, dun. so dun, dun, yeah dun. so season four is good yeah so so far yeah. it's been fine and now like christian slater as donna's new like love interest mm-hmm. election day looking honey. like young young haughty christian slater looking amazing um, oh my god like it's so crazy because like i said I, I wasn't watching this when it was on like i started watching it like well still like not as you know long as now but like maybe five six years after it ended mm-hmm. and i was just like christian slater's on here what right. yeah it's just everybody everybody like i said everyone has every actor has been on the episode of the west wing and or um law and order right no for sure like it was just yeah so mm-hmm. he like randomly shows up and i was like oh, okay but of course like you could tell that like josh is like gonna be like blocking at some point he's Mm -hmm. such a hater and he's still like kind of having this like he's not together with her anymore but they're still like having this like annoying flirtatious thing with the girl who's like from the women's group I don't know what her name is yeah I was like I don't like you she's annoying as all all the women that they put him with are super annoying um mm-hmm. so yeah i was just like okay i'm done can you and donna just be together already because this is just getting stupid um <laughs> it's so funny at west wing weekly they're like it's so inappropriate like it's no so like stop like writing them together <laughs> trying to like allude to like a relationship it's so inappropriate no sexual harassment oh my god total um, sexual harassment but at the same time i'm sort of like 
okay, if you're gonna like speak like three inches away from each other's mouth, like please just go ahead and kiss because that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so like, and I was like, that's not a thing like that. Like Mm-mm. real people do who are not already like, like oh, sleeping together. Yes. Right, like, yeah, that's already a done deal by that point. <laughs> right, like, I was just like, you guys are way too, like, close, physically close to mm-hmm. not actually be together. Um, so, yeah, and then, like, the whole episode I felt of, like, that election night, like, when they win or whatever, was so, like, this random, like, everyone was, like, trying to, like, get laid, but nobody, nobody like, could manage to kind of a thing. I was just, like, is that what this whole episode is about? Like, okay, I will say, like, that is, like, a theme on election night. And I guess it's because, like, everyone's on, like, this huge emotional high. Like, that, right. I feel, they feel like that's just gonna cap it off. So, that happens in other, like, election episodes. <laughs> that is so crazy to I me. think about it, yeah. I was just, like, I mean, it, even this is the fact that it was just, like, so, like, like every, you know, like, there's, like, just, like, all these, like, storylines of, like, you know, folks trying to, like, hook up and, like, things keep getting in the way or, like, issues or news or whatever, like, breaking stuff has happening or whatever. So, anyway, I was just, like, okay, whatever. So, anyway, still enjoying West Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited that there's a new season of Somebody Feed Phil. Haven't started watching it yet, but it's on my, mm-hmm. it's on the docket of things to watch. Um, so I'm stoked about that. Um, yeah, I'm just ready for next week. What's the What's next week? Um, the Crown. <gasps> uh, I will be up at like three o'clock in the morning, like watching <laughs> the Crown. <laughs> I'm so excited about this new season mm-hmm. of the Crown. I love. I'm just yeah. I'm ready to dive in, like Margaret Thatcher, Diana, like all of it, like. It's gonna be. I I have very high hopes. So mm-hmm. it's just been so well done up until now that I'm just very excited. So um, so yeah, I think that's it. I don't have a whole lot this week. What about you? Yeah, like I talked about some of the stuff like on our election day episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just like been busy. I, like I, I mentioned before, like I'm doing this. Um, um, real estate like boot camp kind of thing to kind of keep me like motivated and going and working and it's like kicking my butt like it's hard okay. for, like so but not just that like I'm literally today I spent like time doing like four days worth of work wow because like I said Saturday I didn't get nothing done because right. I was like so whew, yeah Tuesday like I was at the polls like so I didn't like get a lot done on Tuesday either right. Wednesday, like I did, like get a lot of work done because I was catching up on stuff that, like, I let fall in the cracks on, you know, Tuesday, and it was just like, you know, my schedule was like all over the place, unlike how I usually have it very like planned out. So that was weird. That was stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did end my day like my, you know, this week like very nicely. My cousin celebrated her first year in her home. Aww. And she told me that she, you know, we gave, you know, her Tiffany wine, um, champagne flutes. Uh-huh. And she t- mentioned to me that she had not opened them and she wasn't going to open them until she got married. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know that you have a boyfriend right now. So this is just like some random day in the future. <laughs> and I was like, uh, girl, this is the America, the series finale. Um, this is like <laughs> 2020. I'm sorry. I got that from. Uh, Demetria Lucas, who um, is a blogger, and I was like, oh, I am t- 
taking that. I am borrowing that. And she's like, yeah, this is not the season finale. This is the series finale. We don't yeah. know what's happening right now. Uh, it is 2020. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't be saving nothing for nothing. I was like, you celebrate every day that you're here another day and thriving. So I was like, she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll go get. I was like, no, no, I'm going to bring you over a good bottle of champagne right. for you to put in them Aww. glasses. And I was like, and I went over, and I went over there. I was like, okay, now I'm gonna call you next week, see if you drink. She's like, I was just gonna put it on, sit on my bar, my, um, bar car. It's real fancy. It's real cute. I was like, if you don't drink, oh my goodness, that champagne, girl. And she was like, I was like, wait, are those glasses still in the box? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I was like, the next time she's like, okay, the next time my mom comes to visit, come over and we'll drink the champagne. I was like, okay. Wow. But I will do that. Her mother will probably be back. She's going home for Thanksgiving. She, you know, her mother will be back like okay. early December, probably. So I was like, girl, if you don't stop with this foolishness, I can't. Because I was like, what we did, I was like, one of my clients gave me um, Tiffany wine glasses. It was kind of funny because I gave her champagne flutes and she gave me oh, wine glasses at the same time. It was uh-huh. kind of funny. And so I was like, every day during quarantine, we broke them glasses out because I was like, the, the bowl is like the perfect size. Like uh-huh. it literally can hold like a half a bottle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so I was like, if you don't do like a real pour, if you do like an alcoholic pour. Right. Um, and so I was like, girl, like I, we drank out of them every day. Because yeah. like, because this is crazy times. <laughs> and it's, it's so like, but even that, like, I feel like you shouldn't put your find like china away right. and like never use it i feel like every day is a special occasion yeah every day is a day to celebrate so people all five of you who are listening to us like use your good stuff use your good stuff I you never to, know yeah, that was one of the things that drove me crazy like my <laughs> parents were very much like save the good stuff for the for company or whatever and they had lots of good stuff, like beautiful mm. plates and gorgeous glasses and linens and like, but like all the like, like all the really nice stuff, like the nice thick towels, all of that was like for guests only. And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, why do we live like paupers all year long with these like, you know, like the towel that I've been using for like forever or whatever, you know? So like, that's like one of my big things now. It's like one of those things that I think we've alluded to this uh before like you know kind of like the things that you do opposite your parents or whatever um Mm -hmm. and like for me that's one of those things where I'm just like nope everything like everything's nice and I'll and first of all like everything's nice like there is no like oh there's something special for somebody else some you know like everything's nice I get nice Mm -hmm. stuff my guests get nice stuff. Like everybody gets nice stuff. Like everybody get nice stuff. Everybody over there. I can attest to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like so. It's not just reserved for the guests. And I don't, you know, treat myself some on some other level or whatever. Like every, everyone gets treated. Um. So yeah, there are no like special set aside anything in my house. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you might be eating off my everyday plates, but my everyday plates are really nice. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just like, oh my gosh, and I have a mystery that I need to solve. Mm. I don't understand. Like, I've been noticing that, okay, so like, you know how you have in a utensil set, you have like the salad fork and the dinner fork, you know? So I uh-huh. have those, but for the most part, for myself, 
when I'm eating like anything, like I always pretty much only use a salad fork. Like it doesn't matter whether it's a salad or not. Like the, the bigger mm-hmm. fork always just feels like gigantic to me. Um, so <laughs> I've been noticing that I'm like going through the, the forks like quickly. I, I only have a utensil set uh, for uh, six. And so mm-hmm. today as I was like cooking breakfast, I was like, you know what, let me like, I was like, I had just put things away from the dishwasher. There were no forks left in the drying rack um, for the the dish rack. And, but I noticed there was only like a few in the drawer. So I was like, what is going, like, I was like, I thought I'd been noticing that I had less forks than I normally do, but I was Mm -hmm. like... I couldn't quite, like, I was, like, I always would, like, I hadn't really investigated it, right? Like, I always been, like, oh, they must be in the dishwasher or whatever. Like, I'm just, whatever. So, today, I was finally, like, no. I just cleared out the dishwasher. How many forks do I actually have? And I'm missing two of my six salad forks. And that's so random. (laughs) I'm, like, where could they be? Like, I really have no earthly idea where these forks could be. How, Hmm. how, like, you know, like, you know how organized I am. So, like, it's not like I would ever put a fork anywhere other than where it belongs. Like, so it's not like in the kitchen somewhere. It's not like, oh, I put it in, like, another random drawer. Like, no. Like, you know, so I'm so confused. Like, I was just sort Mm -hmm. of like, how is it? And not one fork, two forks. I was just like, Hmm. how am I missing two forks? It's so Hmm. strange. Like, and I double checked. Like, I was just like, nope. I've got six of everything except for the salad forks, which are the ones that I use all the time. It's not just my imagination that I'm running through them quickly. I am because there's two less than there should be. Um, That's so weird. I am like fully bamboozled by, like, how did two forks just like walk away? Did they run away together? But is it the fork it's supposed like, to run away with uh, the spoon? The spoon, yeah. Right. I was like, yeah, that's not how it goes. I was just like, so, I mean, I have, so I have, like, same gender, like, attracted forks. I don't understand. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I just know that there's two of them missing. I don't know where they've gone. And I was like, you know what? I don't even, like, I was like, I barely have the mental energy to, like, cope with this. <laughs> Much less, like, the, like let me go look through like I was like did I put them in like I don't know like I was trying to think like in like a a, like my picnic basket that I've taken places before you know like I was just like but I haven't done anything like that in so long that it seems odd to me that I'm just now noticing too either you know so I have no idea like it's just a mystery missing forks what where did they go how did they disappear who took them? Mm-mm-mm. Maybe someone came in and stole two forks. It was a fork bandit. Your cat did it. It's always <laughs> the cat. It's always the cat. It's always the cat. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, that's it. And the, okay, so I want to try this podcast that you've been talking about, Sense Senseless. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay. Yep. I'm going to check that out. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything. Is that everything? Mm-hmm. Wow. Good job. Good work. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back Bye. next week with more. Yeah. Bye. More stuff. More, more stuff. More good stuff. More good stuff. More good. Oh, I remember that. That oh, was so fun. Hoops and yo-yo. I still have my hoops and yo-yo somewhere. I st- I have yeah. them at work. They sit in yeah, my office. Yeah, I well, since I moved offices from like a real office to like home, like mm. I have not put all that stuff. That stuff is still in boxes because it's a whole lot of stuff. It is I a whole lot of mine. stuff. Yeah, I absolutely streamlined. So, um, yeah, I need to get my hoops and yo-yo. And also, I had a somebody gave it to me. Oh, idiot! I think it's like a businessman and woman teddy bear set. And so I used to have that on my desk as well. Are they? Why are they uh, business? They have suits on. Yes, they have suits. Shut up. That's me. And I used to. <laughs> I used like, to have that makes a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the stupid briefcases. Right. Okay. So I used to have them on my desk as well. So I stopped putting them on my desk, but they were so funny. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that strikes me as so funny, but I love that. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. amazing how much stuff like I remember I had to move offices once at work. And I was like, God, I have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I could not bring if this if I had to like you know like pack my boxes at work and like not move to another office like that would all have to go in the garage because mm-hmm. it's like an inordinate amount of things for the tiny little space that I have there. I know it's so bizarre. So. It's bizarre, like how much stuff you can have in like that tiny little cubby. Mm-hmm. So I hear I hear uh, you. All right, girl. I am. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's you know, late there. Like I was holding it in, but yeah. I am sleepy. I still have to read a couple of chapters in a book for tomorrow. So Ooh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Good night. Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>